Bruce, Brucey, baby, can I call you Brucey? My friends call me Bruno, you can call me Bruce. <laughs> oh, the return of Bruno, what a success story that was. Hey, 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 hey. That's, that's, that's enough of that. Bruce, you seem a little down. Eh, it's just my general demeanor. I mean, I I know you just did Bonfire of the Vanities. You did the Hudson Hawk. You had a you had a few you had a few box office disappointments. But uh, all right, what what do you got? Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna turn that around for you, Bruce. You gotta turn this frown upside down. That's right, Brucey. We're gonna turn that frown upside down. All right, you're doing the action flicks. We got a new action flick for you. Okay, it's 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 straight action. I'm not gonna be singing with Danny Aiello again. All right. Uh, no, uh, Sharon, Sharon, t- take that out of the script. Take that out of the script right now. Okay. He's a nice guy and everything, but that movie just, just stunk up the place. <laughs> oh, Bruce. No, 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 no singing. Uh, you're going to be, um, uh, River Rescue Captain? So we're going to be on a boat? You're going to be on a boat? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. We got, we got, get ready for you. We, we got, we got Dennis Farina. Oh. I like Dennis. Yeah. All right. Okay. I can get behind Dennis, that. Yeah. Highly underrated actor. He's a great character actor. Yeah, he's he's a great guy, out. though. I've I've hung out. Nice, nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got veteran veteran character actor Brian James. Oh, hey, yeah. No, I he's he's he can swear with the best of them, can he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he's a son of a gun. Right. Uh, That's not how get- he'd say it. No, no, no. Well, I, I uh, you know, I, I don't want to speak like that in front of Sharon. So this is going to be rated R because he's in it, right? Oh, yeah, it's going to be rated R. Exactly. You can okay. swear all you okay. want. We got this fresh uh, newcomer to the scene, to the scene, Sarah Jessica Parker. She's a she's a bright young kid. She's, and she's, she used to be on like some television show or something, like Square Pegs or some business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just making it in, into movies right now, though. That'll be fine. You know she's, what? I came from TV, so I understand that. Yeah, yeah. She's a nice kid. You, you guys get along well. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, no, Sharon. Uh, just, never, never, never mind that last name, Sharon. Just, just take this. Take it. Take it away. Wait. What's that say? Nothing. Nothing, Bruce. Just no. Uh, just... I, you know, you uh, you got to let me know now because you got Dennis Farina coming in this thing with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This new girl, Brian James. I, I. Pretty sure I saw John Mahoney on there. Yeah, this John is a Mahoney. solid cast. I'm I'm actually really getting excited. I haven't been this excited uh, since the second Die Hard movie. Yeah, and um, yeah, uh, Tom, Tom, what's that now? Uh, Tom, 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 Tom Sizemore. You're still gonna pay me, right? Millions. Yippee ki yay, motherfucker. You know when I pick a movie That's when I'm under pressure now The question always comes back to me What were they thinking now? Yippee Kaye indeed. Right, brother yeah. trucker. <laughs> Die hard on a fu- motherfucking boat. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Uh, I'm Brendan. I'm Nathan. And this is a new episode of What Were They Thinking? Mm-hmm. 
And this was uh, this was Nathan's pick this week. We were talking about the 1993 action film starring Bruce Willis, known as Striking Distance. Yes, saw it in theaters. <laughs> this is a movie that I had always, whenever I looked at Bruce Willis's filmography, I was like, oh, that's th- those are two words that I recognize. <laughs> that, that's that boat cop movie. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that it was a boat cop movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just one of those movies in his filmography, kind of like Bonfire of the Vanities, where I'm like, oh, that's something, I guess, that he was in, yeah. looks like. <laughs> Blind Date. Oh, coming soon, right? <laughs> ah, I, I, a little bit of a soft spot in my heart for that one. I uh, saw that one on video, Kim Basinger and John Larroquette and Bruce Willis in the same movie. Sounds good to me. And Phil Hartman. There you go. But we're not talking about Blind Date. No. The movie or the TV show. Yeah. We're talking about Striking Distance. A movie. Do you know how much this thing costs to make? Mm. 1993. $10 million? $30 million. What? <laughs> Did they spend it all on the boats? I'm assuming Bruce got 20 of it. Oh, my. Oof. Because this is post Die Hard 1 and 2. Fair. Um, although he had some box office bombs before this like i mean we mentioned bonfire i mean hudson hawk critical and box office failure um and he had like a a couple of movies around this time that i just i didn't even like recognize like i kind of know the names but um not not a whole lot after die hard 2 until pulp fiction a couple here and there but i i as a kid enjoyed hudson hawk Mm mm-hmm as an adult, I have a different take on it. <laughs> As an adult, when I watched that movie, I struggled. <laughs> <sighs> Bruce Willis was not as great of a crooner as I remembered. No. So no. $30 million, Nathan. Insanity. Um, how much do you think it made? 15. Oh, uh, 24. Okay. <laughs> so did not do well, but not quite as bad as, as that. Um, so Bruce was clearly, I mean, he was a name draw, but clearly not enough on just him alone. Well, I mean, here's the thing with that is that you said this is post Die Hard 2, but it's pre uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. And Pulp Fiction. Right. Which kind of so, rejuvenated his career. If you think about it. We're talking Die Hard 2. Not I, I'm very vocal about how it is my least, uh, not now, but second mm, I was gonna least, say. <laughs> <laughs> second least Die Hard movie. Yeah. In fact, when that movie came out, I mean, a lot of people do give it some love now, but I re- distinctly remember when that movie came out, a lot of people were just like, it's very samey. Mm. It's just not in a tower, it's in an airport. But, but Nathan, it had naked calisthenics. That, William Sadler, naked calisthenics. Damn right. Uh. But yeah, no, that, and that's what I mean. I don't mean like he was never, you know, an attraction, but definitely after the past few movies between Die Hard 2 and this, his name recon- his his name value was going, was on the downswing for a while. Yes, yes. So, yeah, this was kind of a forgotten movie. Directed by Rowdy Harrington, the director of Roadhouse. Roddy Rowdy Harrington? That's right. Which, I don't know how we haven't done that movie yet, but <laughs> that'll have to happen at some We'll have to get Mr. Well, Persuasy back for that. 
don't forget when we uh, when we started this whole thing, one of the things that we wanted to do was to avoid the movies that had been done to death. True. So, so. maybe you listeners will have to request it. Hmm. Um. Well, Nathan, what the hell is Striking Distance about? Well, it's uh, about a cop uh, by the name of Tom Hardy. Yes, so it is. Get ready for some Bane and Mad Max jokes. <laughs> Wait, uh, no, no, that's bait. <laughs> um, see what he did there, folks. <laughs> and uh, he uh, is uh, at the beginning of the movie. We see he is uh, he has testified against his former partner uh, in a police brutality case, um, and his partner was also his cousin. Uh, while this is also going on, uh, the uh, in Pittsburgh, the Polish Hill Strangler uh, is a serial killer who is running amok. And uh, the first of the movie, he has, you know, he's killed a girl. Uh, the, his cousin uh, in the, what is the B story is being sentenced for his uh, crimes of police brutality. This all culminates um into a couple of things of uh, a, a police chase cuz the Bruce Willis Tom Hardy and uh Frazier's dad are going to the policeman's ball and it turns into a, a high speed police chase uh for the Polish Hill Strangler uh in this police chase his dad is killed um Bruce Willis is injured his leg is gets all messed up then we flash forward a little bit more. His cousin's sentencing, uh, played by the late, great Robert Pastorelli. <sighs> he jumps off a bridge rather than going to jail. And then we flash forward again. What, three years? I think three years. And uh, and then we get, you know, he's working as a boat cop. And uh, he's partnered with... Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, who, you know, becomes kind of his, uh, I don't know, his, his trainee. And um, uh, it appears that the Polish Hill Strangler or a copycat is uh, back. Uh, and he's also having, uh, you know, tension uh, within his family because his cousin, played by, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's more... <laughs> Uh, comes back from California, and his uncle, who is, I think he's now, the, he's like the commissioner or a captain. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, there's there's some weird family tension there, because, of course, it was uh, his cousin, Dennis Farina's kid, and Tom Sizemore's brother, who... Uh, you know, jumped to their death because uh, Bruce Willis testified against him. And hilarity ensues. It's a comedy for all ages. <laughs> um, yeah, this uh, this movie, this is a movie that at first I thought they were going to use miniatures for a car chase scene. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because the uh, when we open uh, with the Polish Hill Strangler doing his thing, he's got a little cop car radio controlled cop car yeah he's driving around the victim's apartment <laughs> just driving it around and until i saw the chair i was like what in the world is happening 
<laughs> it's a Gamera movie all over again. <laughs> Just for a driving scene. Yeah. 1993, they, they blew, see, they blew $25 million of the budget on Bruce. The rest is hiring all the other actors, so the effects were limited. <laughs> yeah, and, and I guess this is Bruce Willis's theory the entire movie is that there's a cop doing these killings. Well, it's his theory, and it's also his uncle's theory. Yeah, well, and his his dad too, right? Yeah, all three of them <laughs> at one point at, in the movie say it, he drives like a cop. When I realized that everyone... Uh, Every one of the major characters, except for, you know, like, you know, Brian James or like Sarah Jessica Parker, but like every one of the major characters, when I realized they were all related, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like the fact that this is all like a family uh, threw me a little bit. Well, I, I'll say this. Um, Pastorelli and Sizemore, mm-hmm. uh, there's a passing resemblance there, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't see them being Dennis Farina's kids. No, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> I don't also now, don't think there's enough of an age difference. Um, also, I, you know, um, Mahoney and Willis, maybe. Uh, it's a good thing that Dennis Farina is not directly blood related to bruce willis because then i'd be like no that's no 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 <laughs> imagine if uh kelsey Grammer was playing the bruce willis role <laughs> first of all kelsey Grammer in an action movie would be great <laughs> well i'm surprised he never did like one where he was like the bumbling guy and then they had an action star like opposite him how is that so, like how is that like not the happened? man yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I guess he wasn't he like I think he was a villain in an action movie, like fifteen minutes or something like that, or the score. I know in one of those movies he's like a villain. Okay. Or I or he's at least in it. <laughs> I've never seen either. <laughs> and moving on. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that whole thing that you said at the beginning—that's basically the first bit—is that Bruce and Pop Up, uh, Fraser's dad. Mm-hmm. are like chasing after who they think is going to be the suspect and then Fraser's dad gets fucking shot. Yes. And he's out of the movie. That's it. Yep. I I thought he was going to be in in there throughout the whole thing, but then as soon as they said, "Oh, it's it's his dad and they're going to a ball and I was like, "Oh, so okay. I see what we're doing." <laughs> it was a it was fun uh a fun bit of chase chat. But so they're they're doing a high speed police car chase and yeah. talking like you know they're driving to the store. Fun in theory, but for some reason for me, and it wasn't terrible, but I found like it was so. And I don't know, this comes back a little a lot, and it's not even just like that the characters are supposed to be this way, but the whole movie just feels like really low energy, except for mm. like obviously the last bit, which we'll get to, but <laughs> even that, even the idle chit chat thing, I'm just like I know this should be funny. But I don't, I'm not really into it. I don't know. Hmm. Bruce Willis is uh, definitely... I, I feel like he's totally sleepwalking through this thing. Well, yeah, maybe. Uh, but, I mean, he is supposed to be broody and an alcoholic. But not so. not at this point, though. Well, no, he'd, he'd absolutely be brooding at this point because everybody thinks he's a rat. Yeah, 
but I think he's supposed to be a little not not like really down until until we flash forward. Well, yeah, because he's he's I mean at least his dad's still alive at this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there was a nice uh, explosion work here too with the, when the two two cars collided and immediately blew up into flames. <laughs> Yeah, little little Michael Bay there. Yeah, some great some great like cars coming over the hills too. I liked when they were. Uh, yeah, that was straight out of Hill Street Blues. In fact, I have the note tonight on Hill Street Blues. <laughs> yeah. Um, when they were cutting to the windshield of the uh, the strangler, because that's who they're tracing. They're, they're the the suspect for the strangling craze, and. You're not supposed to know who it is, so the guy's got a hoodie that's pulled tight and a pair of sunglasses, and I was like, Joaquin Phoenix, no! <laughs> he just wants a rap career! That's it! <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, and, and, and so this whole like this whole thing like establishes, like, oh, the dad dies, and he's, as he's right in the midst of that trial, right, for, like, uh, Jimmy, like Robert Pastorelli. Yes. Who no-shows the trial. Yes. He doesn't know no show the trial. He no shows the sentencing. Right, right. Because that's what we flash forward to. Because when Bruce Willis shows up, he's got the crutch because his his leg got all messed up in the car crash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then it turns out he is threatening to jump off a bridge. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Jimmy Robert Pastorelli. <laughs> um. He is, I, you know, you say that nobody's really given any energy. I feel that Robert Pastorelli is, is shouting as much as he can. I guess so. And and crying a lot. Even, I mean, even though like, even though like Tom Sizemore is, um, (laughs) is kind of yelling, but he doesn't, I don't know. I feel like he's not even really doing a lot. (laughs) No. Well, I mean, he's just. Being Tom Sizemore. Yeah, I feel like he that's just him on the set being recorded. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, calling someone a motherfucker a thousand times. It's like, thanks, Tom, now we're R-rated. Yeah, this is before he uh, did Saving Private Ryan, where he had to agree to take a weekly piss test to do the movie. <laughs> Steven Spielberg yeah. made him sign that contract. Yeah, remember when Sizemore was respected? It was quite a while ago. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, then we found out who he was. Uh, so, um, yeah, so meth this, is a hell of a drug. <laughs> apparently, it turns you in anyway. I don't get and that. This is nasty hey, shit hey, about him. They're still able to smoke inside. That's how you know this movie's set in the past. <laughs> moving on, funny stuff fun, like fun, that. Fun and fun. Um, moving yeah. on, funny stuff to to the suicide attempt. <laughs> Um, it's pretty bad when talking about a actor's real life is lightened up by the suicide attempt. Right? <laughs> I wrote here that Bruce Willis crying is not good. <laughs> I, I there, there are a few things I believe less than Bruce Willis crying on, in a movie. Where have I seen him? I've only seen him sad in a few things. Maybe like more subtle but in this one he starts like bawling and i'm just like i am not no <laughs> i don't I, I don't see it <laughs> but jimmy jimmy fucking jumps yes and okay he would be dead right 
More than likely, yes. Like, the chances of him... Spoiler alert. The chances of him surviving something like that, I don't even think that's a possibility. Especially the water being as cold as it is and as far as he jumped. Well, did they actually mention, you know, what time of year it was? I mean, but it doesn't he doesn't he jump into the ocean? No, it's a river. Okay, but still, I think the impact alone. This is, you know, that's that is a factor. Yeah. Um, and let's also note here that it was you had two years to recover. I guess so. <laughs> I really, really thought that was. Mm, well, well, I'll save it for that. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's as far as we know, he has committed suicide and he's dead. Yes. Um, moving on, what comes next, Nathan? Two years later, Pittsburgh, nineteen ninety-one. Wait, that was before Great. Pittsburgh, nineteen ninety-three. Great, we're going back to Pittsburgh. So, holy shit! Is this a is this an unbreakable uh, prequel? <laughs> Uh yeah, so we're going back to Pittsburgh. Uh um, and <laughs> this is where everything got really made for TV movie backdoor pilot E. Oh, so much so that Bruce Willis now works for River Rescue. Quirky living on a houseboat. Yeah. Yep. And I'm pretty sure when he pops up as a river rescue officer, he has his like own cheesy TV theme music. Yeah. Like as he's coming <laughs> up on the boat, I was like, wait a second. I expected like the opening credits to go here. Right. And if you, I honestly, if you, if you drop the F bombs, the language, this honest to God would have been something you saw on CBS or NBC, you know, as either a, a pilot to a new show that would be coming out this fall or uh, three episodes of a show that didn't get picked up as a pilot and got turned into a movie because they wanted to make some money off of it. <laughs> Bruce Willis, River Ranger. River, well, I, you know what? It's... It is not the worst thing that came out of the 80s and 90s. Well, listen, you make that boat talk, and we'll talk. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's a he's a ref, working for a river rescue, and he's a salty sort of guy at this point. He's Which even... is weird, because a river is a fresh water. Ah, <laughs> But yeah, he, he's definitely had the, uh, the weight of this two years has come down on him pretty hard. Yeah. He doesn't like working with, he still doesn't like working with partners, in fact. Uh, was it Timothy Busfield is yeah. is supposed to be his partner at first, because he shows up to work late. And it was weird, because he does. looked pretty young, but I could have sworn he was about 30-something. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, well played, well played. <laughs> and uh, so... He's kind of chewing him out, even though it's, he's not, like, his superior or anything. Uh, tells him, hey, get the, uh, the the stern line, and then dunks him in the water, because he takes off super fast. Yeah. Take a hike, Busfield. <laughs> Take a bus to the field. Timothy. I got, I got nothing. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, he also, like, Bruce Willis also does this thing where after he dunks him, he, like, gets on the ra- the CB radio and says something to him. And I'm like, how are you expecting him to hear you, Bruce Willis? <laughs> His radio is submerged in water. Well, he's also, they also start, uh, doesn't his captain start cursing him out on the radio? It says, get back here. And he turns the thing off. Oh, yeah. He hits, they hit every cop cliche in this movie. Yeah. And the, uh, the dispatch lady was, hmm, must be a malfunction on his radio. Because <laughs> <laughs> he turned it off. Okay, we got the joke mm-hmm. <laughs> when you said the malfunction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I think, is this where he finds, like, the first dead body? Yes, and it gets dark really fast in Pittsburgh, apparently. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Because in the opening chase, it's bright daylight out, and then when he comes to after the crash, dark. (laughs) When he takes off on his opening run on his shift, bright, bright, finds the body dark it's using the uh the garbage pail kids mentality of how time works yeah (laughs) uh and and yeah and uh i love i also love 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 the trope when it cops in movies just like look at a body and i know you can tell of like certain factors and stuff but in movies where bruce willis doesn't even look at the body and he's like yeah was dead yesterday got dumped in the body in 12 hours (laughs) like <laughs> no like examination, no no mm. autopsy, nothing. Well, he's got a hunch. Yeah, he's got he's got that hunch. Mm. We should let the entire police force operate on hunches in real life. <laughs> yeah. I think this is this where yeah, Bruce Willis is like back in his he, he's in a house is in a houseboat or is he in like a trailer? Well, no, before that, um he at the scene, isn't this is where he's reunited with his Uncle? Uh, Dennis Farina? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they have their little moment there. Yeah. And Brian and J- Brian James is all, You fucking rat! Get out of you fucking rat! You motherfucker! <laughs> you belong on the river, you fucking rat. Oh, yeah, he just <laughs> loses his shit. Yeah. Um, so... And, uh, you get that, that you find out that Dennis... Farina, you know, his uncle, mm-hmm. doesn't have any, um, no hard feelings for what happened between him and uh, and his cousin. Yeah, and when he said that, I said, guilty. <laughs> yeah. Well, given what comes up later, it makes me wonder, has he in on the know the entire time? I think, like, I does think he, he's... Has he- yeah, I think he did. Yeah, like, yeah. He knows that Jimmy's been alive this entire time. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure that is what it is. Okay, and now, Brendan, let me ask you a question. Yeah, shoot. I, I know you and Mariah have, you know, been together for a bit mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and everything. You got any ex girlfriends? No details, but just any ex girlfriends? Sure. Do you have pictures of you and her together? <laughs> you mean like in my home? Yeah, no. So they're 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 not framed and autographed either. <laughs> no, no. The I fuck can't. was that? <laughs> I can't say they are. <laughs> I'll tell you what that was. That was the writers being lazy to have some kind of uh, to show you the connection with by having something that he would that that character would not have. <laughs> yeah, that was that was stupid as fuck. 
if uh, now it was done then if they did it now they would have just done that as him cruising through his photo gallery on facebook or something and i would be more accepting of it then yeah because then it's like oh okay you just didn't delete those pictures and they're from the past whatever it's not framed and autographed on the mantle right (laughs) like autograph too like what (laughs) that was the thing that got me the most autographed (laughs) it says like it would be great if it said like to my biggest fans bruce willis Like Bruce Willis would sign an yeah. autograph. <laughs> oh, and we did find out uh, earlier that uh, his cousin, played by Tim <laughs> yep. is, uh is back from California. He'd been out there for two years. And the Simpsons starts an hour earlier. An hour earlier. And we get that bit of information because he actually physically returns uh, and goes to visit uh, you know, Tom Hardy, uh, Bane, or... Um, <laughs> He enters also like they do this creepy like Bruce Willis grabs his gun because he's not sure who's coming up to the door. Mm-hmm. And it's like in no universe would someone enter the house like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> except <laughs> except if there was an audience watching. Like Well, especially I mean in the United States. <laughs> right. <laughs> especially where are they supposed to be? Phila- uh, Philadelphia? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like forget about that. <laughs> Forget about doing that in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, and and, and uh, Mr. Eat some lead in the steel town. <laughs> uh, Sizemore does a face turn here. Yes. Because I thought the whole movie was going to be him, like, riding Bruce Willis about his decision to uh, testify against, you know, Sizemore's brother. Yeah. But he says, you did the right thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> did you notice when he sat down... And they're having their little exchange back and forth, their their ketchup and uh, mustard. In the back, behind Sizemore, there's a photo on the wall of what looks like just a cop car exploding. <laughs> no, I didn't notice that. I, I noticed that because at this point, the whiskey had really taken hold of me, and I was noticing all the in-behind stuff. Was it framed and signed? It wasn't signed, Damn it. but it was framed on and hanging on the wall. Your pal, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. <laughs> it's at this point Tom Sizemore has a line that I, I, I also hear was like, I mean, I, it turns out I was wrong because the ending is, is even dumber than that. But he says, I got to go meet a girl. And I was like, guilty. <laughs> well, you were right, but more about Tom Sizemore and not his character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do get a uh, a fun bit of foreshadowing and a terrible bit of Photoshop uh, because they there's a picture not signed but framed of the three of the the cousins as kids in front of like their I don't know like their is it their dad's like cabin I think it's yeah it's like. The one other, yeah. I think it's Farina's cabin. I think I so. I think, yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? That picture looked totally natural. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, the 1993 version of Photoshop looks amazing. Right. Um, so we cut to the next day, yeah. and um, Bruce Willis is getting a new partner. Yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker, or SJP, before she was all NYC. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. She's not a. She's just a Carrie at this point. Not yet a Samantha. No, 
and it's it's weird because when they <laughs> and maybe it was of the time but his he's just incredulous to the fact that <sighs> i got a partner with boobs he's so incredulous that he looks at her wetsuit and sees that it has like a place to put her boobs and he looks at it as if he's never seen that before right <laughs> like he is like confounded by the by the female form right and he thinks that she's just a a, a ditzy blonde but she's too smart for him because she heard about what he did to busfield that's and right didn't fall for it Figuratively and, and literally. She's such a badass that she doesn't even need to wear the uniform. Right. Which I was like, uh... Okay. Shouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> if you're on duty, I don't think cops can just... I mean, yes, if you're undercover, but I don't think cops just generally walk around on duty in their casual wear. Well, they're river rescue, so they're not like cop uniforms well no but they do still have like he has a uniform on and she's just wearing like her red tank top but she's the diver yeah but then in the next scene she has the uniform on again so right. really <laughs> they're kind of just all over the place because they they pull over a bunch of ne- boat party and hooligans mm-hmm. it's a bunch of ne'er-do-wells well they they're probably doing pretty well because they had uh, a bottle of Johnny Walker Black and a pretty nice speedboat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I do like it. So Bruce uh, confiscates it, and then SJP shoots him a look, and he's about to drink it, and then he just pours in the water. <laughs> uh, alcohol abuse. Yep. Oof. But then, for for some reason, uh, they thwart a terrorist plot. Yes, it leads to one of my favorite lines in the entire movie: "Land shark." Land shark. Yeah, because I got that, and then I dot, 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 candy gram. <laughs> yeah. Did, was one of the guys in Cobra Kai? Uh, I've never seen Cobra Kai. Like, the show? Well, the the show, or the, the dojo from Karate Kid. Oh, God, I don't even, I have no idea. You've never seen Karate Kid? Uh, pff, like, maybe once, I think. Okay, well... The the guy that he knocked out with the uh, the shotgun and steals his hat. Yeah, he takes the guy's hat, and it's got it looks like the Cobra Kai symbol on the hat. Oh, <laughs> I just wrote I like, down big red baseball cap. Oh, don't like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he also does that cop thing where he sees cocaine on the table, and you know they they do that thing where they that never actually happens in real life. <laughs> Taste it to make sure it's actually coke. Yeah, but the way he yeah. tasted it, it was like he just like ate some. Like he didn't like. He was like, mmm, cocaine," <laughs> which is weird to me because okay, if it's an in a nondescript bag, you you maybe you you check it right to make sure that it's coke mm-hmm. because you know it could be a psych out and you don't want to bust the guy for having a bag of flour but i don't know too many people who lay out their flour on a mirror and then cut it up into lines with a razor blade this is true if the presentation is there you're pretty safe to say that it's coke yeah mm. <laughs> i like how this terrorist plot by the way does not factor into the movie at all no it's i, I don't know what they're they're robbing the, the place or something yeah and then bruce shoots like one of them and then mm-hmm. i think they arrest the other one i don't, I don't remember 
Yeah, one of them I thought was um, uh, Billy Bed Billy Bedlam from Con Air. Oh it, yeah, it was not him though. Oh damn. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and and Sarah Patrick Swayze's that villain for Bruce Willis, right? Because he's sneaking up and she's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and because she saves the day, Bruce is basically all like, "Oh, I guess chicks are smart and stuff." <laughs> She's done pretty well for herself. <laughs> yeah, with the long hair and the vagina—you really surprised me. <laughs> we smash cut to uh, a woman that we have not been introduced to. No, uh, leaving from work, uh, w- walking out of uh, I believe it's a hospital. And yeah. she's looking around, and I have this note where she's got this sudden realization that, oh no, I'm in a B-list thriller movie. <laughs> <laughs> I am solely here to die. Yes. Yeah. And then he, she does, because Bruce Willis gets a phone call with the, hey there, little red riding hood. Oh yeah, we should note, the killer, that's like his MO, he calls the cops and plays that song every time. Yes. Yeah, um, and and uh, he, I guess, I guess after this, he does find the the body, right? Sometime um, after this, or is this, or is this after, after he goes to get the records? That's after because after that happens, then he goes to get the um, files for the Polish Hill Strangler. Now we did run over the fact that the Polish Hill Strangler was quote unquote caught. And uh, sentenced to death. But nobody, Bruce Willis never believed that the guy who did it, or the guy who was convicted, did it. Because he was smaller than most of the women who were killed. (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right. So he wouldn't have been able to schlep the bodies all over the place or anything. Kessler or something. Kessler, I think it is. Yeah, Kessler. Well, he goes in, uh, and he goes in and gets the, the files out of the uh, out of the police filing cabinet, and that's where he encounters uh, Byron James again, who kind of tries to who gives him shit about being a rat, and then rats him out to his uncle. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and, and like the thing is, the timing on all the times he fucking chews him out. He's like his dad had like just passed, and Brian James like fuck you. <laughs> yeah, like real lots of. <laughs> yeah i do like though that when he gets the information he's not smart enough to close the drawer completely yeah like you're a cop like you, your job is literally to investigate and find evidence yeah <laughs> um and yeah, yeah uh dennis farina's all you better not conduct your own investigation i'm gonna have to arrest you and he's like i guess you're gonna have to do what you gotta do well and, oh and dennis dennis farina even says there's an old Italian saying, uh, never scald your tongue on another man's soup. And Bruce Willis says, yeah, there's an old Irish saying, too. Never listen to old Italian sayings. Boom. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> um, yeah, and, it, and it's just, so Bruce is like looking for that witness guy, right? The guy yes. who said that it was this dude who he thinks could not have possibly killed... All well, those people. here's the thing. The guy who says uh, that who was supposed to be the witness was more believable as the killer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. 
so while they're on their their next shift, uh, they go up, and uh, it's time for a meal break. And uh, this is where he's going to go off and interrogate the uh, the witness. And she's supposed to just you know stay there, uh, go get some supper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and he just he goes in just like guns blazing, just. T- sticks a gun in that witness's face on the ground and i thought it was funny because sarah just sarah parker comes up and pulls a gun on him because she's like what are you doing stick a gun in someone's face are you insane and and he's basically like the witness gets away and bruce is basically like how dare you do that and i'm like how dare you you just pulled a dude out of a bar and threatened to shoot him in the face what did you think she was gonna do oh yeah fair (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I mean, I understand his plight, but she does not know his story. Mm. I mean, as far as as far as we know, yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, so the poor nurse, she's killed, and yeah. uh, I believe they they find the body, uh, and we get the backstory. If we didn't know already, that uh, uh, Bruce knew her, mm-hmm. and then also we get some of the backstory about. Sarah Jessica Parker, how she's got a daughter and doesn't see her as much as she wants to, that sort of thing. But, you know, all that human emotion aside, we we need to get a necrophilia joke in from Brian James. Oh, what does he say again? Hey, didn't you do it? Want to take another pop? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, special guest Brent from the Home Video Hustle. Hey, hey what's up? We were just talking about Ohio. Oh, word. We were just talking about it. Uh, it's great. So, oh, Brent, okay. we're about halfway through this movie, so we'll just continue. <laughs> uh, where are we now? Nathan, continue from where we were. Um, Let's see here. Oh, uh... The, the cousin, played by <laughs> Sizemore, uh, he's milling about at the crime scene, and Dennis Farina's like, just stay here, stay here. And you stay up there, actually, you stay up there, that's what he says. Yeah. And um, he doesn't go up there, He's <laughs> he comes down, and <laughs> the, the thing is, uh, of course, he's drunk, being an imbecile, Tom Wait, in, in the movie, Hardy. or... Well, uh, I feel he's being method at this point. Mm, a little bit uh, of both. No, <laughs> did I say method? I meant meth head. He's being meth head <laughs> at this point. And he... <laughs> so, uh, Mad Max says to Dennis Farina, uh, of course, Tom Hardy, says to Dennis Farina, Oh, I see that uh, he hasn't changed much. Hasn't changed much? You just saw him the other night. I feel like that that scene where they see each other was like added in later. Impossible. Yeah. It's the director's cut, man. Criterion edition shit. Oh, yeah. oh shit, again? <laughs> of this movie. So we found our theme for movies we watch with Brent. They're always Criterion <laughs> movies. Joe's apartment. <laughs> Postal. No, <laughs> we didn't watch that with you, and you, you should went, have. You, you, know. you may hit stop on your recording now, sir. <laughs> I'll never let you forget that you did that without me. Damn it! Yeah, because we wanted to trash it. 
Oh, <laughs> I feel that I would have got uh, wound up as much as Brendan did on that first Medea movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine, <sighs> fuck it, whatever. I also love that y'all have seen Medea movie. I've never seen one Medea movie before. <laughs> and we've seen two, two for the show. <laughs> yeah, we've seen two for the show. I've seen more than two. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's at this point we get a, a cameo from Holt. From yes. uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, yes, Andre Brower. That was really cool. <laughs> yeah, super young, and so young. whenever he smiled, I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> well, <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, "What's he do?" Oh, it's like he would have been on Homicide: Life on the Street oh, at that okay. point, I think. I so this would have been him breaking into movies. Hmm. And then he went back to TV, where he should have. Yeah, I think he's a fine actor. <laughs> Oh, no, so do I, but I just think he's so good on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. I just like that he's there. I yeah. just wanted to be home, where he's happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, he basically, that's just an exposition scene again, because he's just telling Sarah Jessica Parker all about Bruce Willis's past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go to the outdoor policeman's ball. I don't know. Are we tipped off? Are we told essentially that she's IA at this point? See, thinking back to it, I think that was supposed to be what that was. I did not know when I was watching it, though. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't quite either. catch that. Yeah, no. no, I mean, either. I was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> Why are we watching this? I don't understand. I thought she just like went to him and was like, hey, Officer Holt, do you know about Bruce Willis's past? Do you happen to have footage that you can show me? Yeah, I thought that was weird. I was wondering the same thing. Like, she could just go up to random people and get all this info for no reason? Yeah, yeah. She's a boat cop. Boat cop. No, 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 This fall on NBC. Boat cop. Surprised that hasn't been a real thing. There was a show, I don't remember the name of it, but it was all about bicycle cops on, like, USA. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? Uh, oh, shit. It was, like, called, like, Pacific Blue or some shit like that. Oh, uh, that sounds Pacific vaguely Blue. familiar. I remember returning the channel immediately when I saw that title card pop up. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I don't want to just cut into a mid-season episode. I got to go back and watch from the beginning. That's right. right. Give, <laughs> give, me the, give me the box set on yeah. VHS. You can't just start watching CSI. You got to go back and follow that shit from the beginning. And then watch all the offshoots. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> but at, at the policeman's ball I do like how um, I, I don't remember what character it is I think it's his other uncle but he looks mm-hmm. at because uh, Bruce Willis is there with Sarah Jessica Parker and she's kind of like dolled up a little bit and he looks at Bruce Willis and he's like don't fuck her <laughs> <laughs> I knew like, immediately what? he was going to fuck her after that too he did after yeah. after this after this crazy cop fight <laughs> it, it, it was cop Pacific fight. Blue by the way Ah, see, thank that, you. That was the name of the show. Yeah. Specific oh, cool. Blue. Specific Blue, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, there's like a wild cop fight, right? Because I think Brian James acts like an asshole again. Big shocker there. Well, no, we yeah. meet... Uh, it, this is where we get to um, kind of meet the family, as it were, because they're all in one place. Uh, Brian James acts like an asshole, and uh, Tom Sizemore acts like Tom Sizemore. Um, <laughs> they get into a big fight. Uh, about, you know, they should honor not only uh, 
Bruce Willis's dad, but also his his brother and his and his late mother, who also threw herself off the that bridge at the first of the movie. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was oh, wild. I didn't know that. Yeah. Brent, Brent, was it? Did you find it crazy that everybody, almost everybody in this movie, was like related? Yeah, I remember saying that to the spirit because she was watching it with me. I'm like, is this whole fucking department just one family? Like, what the hell is going on, man? I thought I was tripping. I'm like, did I mishear this? Like, it can't be everybody being family here. <laughs> well, it, it through marriage because Dennis Farina and uh, John Mahoney's characters weren't brothers; they were brother-in-law. Oh, okay. I didn't. Yeah. I thought they just were brothers. No. Fucking nepotism. Right. <laughs> right. God damn it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so this giant cop fight because Tom Sizemore is acting like Tom Sizemore, as you said. And the <laughs> rant that he gives just comes out of nowhere, like an RKO. Hey. Boom! You came Secure. here right in time, Brent. I know, right? Caught the good shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Sarah Jessica Parker is also giving him shit because he's just like down and drink after drink. Mm-hmm. And she pours his Jim Beam out. And I was like, is he going mm. to hit her? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. I would. <laughs> mm, it got real close. I was like, I thought he was going to go full domestic violence there. Well, when he goes, what's the matter with you? I I agreed. That is not cheap liquor. <laughs> no, but I was a little worried for her safety at that point. <laughs> As you were right to, um, he's, he is an Irish cop after all, so yeah, not necessarily known for their you know light-handed approach to domestic issues. But that doesn't happen. Instead, she fucks the alcoholism out of him. Damn God. right. <laughs> Full on tongue too, like they were going to town on each other. Yeah, so much so that Bob the cat is just put off by this whole thing. <gasps> Oh, I forgot about Bob the cat. I love that detail that he has a cat. <laughs> Named uh, Bob with terrible yeah, breath. He's, he's great. <laughs> I got um, yeah. to tell y'all something real quick. I made a note. She wanted me to make sure I told y'all this, but the spirit hated Sarah Jessica Parker in this movie, so when they fucked, really? she was pissed. Really? I thought she was. Her. I thought she Why? was like probably... I thought she was the best performance in the whole movie. She said she was annoying. She annoyed her the whole movie. I freaked, <laughs> After the point where she stopped him from like pistol whipping dude on the ground, like she didn't like her from that point on. Okay. And the exact quote I wrote down from her was, and I quote from the spirit, hell nah, fuck that bitch. And so quote. she was <laughs> advocating for police brutality. In that one instance, yes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> See, the wording there, you got to get it right. I was saying earlier, I think if I was in her point of, uh, position seeing my partner just stick a gun in some rando's face, I don't know if I'd be like, yeah, cool. See, once you know the details. See, that's why later when she found out details, I was like, oh, you should have pissed whooped that motherfucker. <laughs> Did a 180. Um, and then Sarah Jessica Parker tells like a crazy story about oh, yeah. the like that teenage rape trial. Oh, well, no, she... Why she wanted to be a cop? Yeah, well, she, but it was essentially it's like a teenage, like essentially a teenage rape trial. In that she, okay, f- so at first when I heard her say, "I took pictures of all the basketball players," I was like, "Oh no, where is this going? Oh no!" <laughs> I was like, "1993, 1993." <laughs> but yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. But yeah, she's like he's he was tall, white, and he played basketball. Or he was tall and he was no, white. No, he was tall and white. Yeah, so she so, took players, pictures of all the basketball players and find out who the um, assaulter was. Yeah, because the university or college that she was going to, they weren't interested in 
bringing the kid to justice. They just wanted to cover the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, in ni- 1993, 1993. Uh, yeah, totally <laughs> doesn't happen now. No, no. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Colleges are more more than open to discuss Look, that. We, we can duke this out later. It's fine. It <laughs> <laughs> took me a second. <laughs> Uh, so carpet thrown in the water. That's what I yeah, have next. And oh, that's legitimately sketchy. I don't. I'm not on board with people giving him shit about no. being suspect about this. No. At the same time, I think he would be kicked off the force. What, considering he blew up the guy's car. Yes. Hey, shit happens sometimes, you know. <laughs> People's cars get blown up every day, B. Yeah, he'd be alright. Tough, right? <laughs> Pittsburgh, you know, it's the way of the streets. Yeah, Stork do that shit all the time. <laughs> what, firing flare guns with precision aim? That shit was crazy. I Because mean, I was like, he's not going to get inside that car. I was I was happy, because I was thinking it was going to hit that back window and just and go inside the car and blow up. But it just bounced off. Did it bounce off and hit? What did it hit to make it blow up? It almost <laughs> like it, it hit and it burst because the back of the car burst into flames which caused the driver to veer off and flip the car but i take umbrage with your idea of this being accurate that was a lucky shot because he fired every round in his service revolver before he switched to the flare gun he only fired two flares and got it on the second one (laughs) he got warmed up after missing all the first shots yeah (laughs) you miss the first of the two shots you take exactly (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, he just, I just like the idea of him aiming the flare gun the second time and be like, alright, I got it this time. <laughs> but yeah, essentially it's because he sees some dude throwing a carpet into the water, thinking it's a body, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, blows up dude's car. Guy runs out. I mean, I'm sure it is the killer, right? It's just he's doing it to throw the guy off. Yeah. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, I, do, I, I, I wonder how long he was waiting there at that bridge, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, any minute now. A lot of plot convenience. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. He's going to come by any second. Oh, there he is. Carpet, run. (laughs) (laughs) It was all just luck, just like with the flare gun, man. (laughs) They uh, they finally decided to take Bruce Willis to court, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and uh, they f- we find out that Sarah Jessica Parker has joined the NWO. What? <laughs> I internal affairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, guys. She she's still a face. It's just the NWO Wolfpack. Oh, <laughs> causing mass destruction. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, bad boys of wrestling. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> That's the one Master P was with, wasn't it? No, Master P was with the Filthy Animals. Oh, okay. I thought he was with the okay. Yeah, and they feuded with the West Texas. WCW sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was the best. What are you talking about? <laughs> God damn it. At, at least it was two factions that weren't the NWO feuding with each other. You know what was hilarious about that, though? The West Texas Rednecks were the heels, but because they did all their fucking shows in, like, Georgia... They, they were could, the faces. <laughs> yeah, they could not get people to boo them. <laughs> And then you had Master P coming out, people just booing him in, like, the South. I'm like, oh, God. Mm, the No Limit Soldiers, Brendan. What? Uh, so what? striking distance. <laughs> but, yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker was internal internal affairs, but she also has got his back. Mm-hmm. Because she says, I believe he's a great cop. Yep. Did y'all think she was going to turn on him? 
I, I, a little, uh, no, I didn't think she was going to like redeem herself right away though. I thought there was going to be a big thing where he was like, fuck you. <laughs> and then they make up later. I wrote Dennis Farina stroking Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was I high when I watched this? What is this porn parody you watching, B? <laughs> yeah, well, it'd be weird if they made that now, but. <laughs> <laughs> Coming distance. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Obviously, it would be stroking distance. Ah, there you Boom. go. Boom! <laughs> Come on, Brent. I just woke up, damn it. That's why we have these meetings before we go. To- <laughs> you were late to the pitch meeting. Hey. We, wrote, we wrote out the entire script for this episode. Oh, shit. Oh, that's how it works. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though, no, you think this is just like off, off the cuff? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man, because I got a bunch of stuff here where it's like, uh, faux tension slash drama. Uh, um, oh, ah, oh, he gets it. Don't know <laughs> what, what he this? gets. Don't this know what it's for. I think this is when Bruce Willis is like figuring out with his little like protractor compass thing. Oh, yeah. That the killer must be at that cabin because geography and math, I guess. Right. And then while he's doing that, well, no, he he he's he's doing it because he knows they're being dumped in the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and so he's doing the the math with the compass and whatnot, and that's when Bob the cat comes in and walks over the map with blood all over his paws, which makes me say, "That's it, I know it." Bob the cat is the killer. I read that. T- <laughs> I said that too. <laughs> I looked at Mariah when we were watching. I said, "Best twist ever." <laughs> <laughs> the cat with a fucking pistol. <laughs> so the cat just starts this pistol whipping he, Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> he goes out uh, thinking that you know there's going to be another body at, in his at his dock, and there is. And you think it's going to be Sarah Jessica Parker, but unfortunately, no, it's the dispatch lady from Which, bef- the first. I feel so bad for that character because she's meant as like a relief murder. <laughs> Yeah, like it seemed to be, really tacked on. You're supposed to be relieved that she died. I'm like, oh, poor, poor girl. <laughs> I didn't even so, think about it like that, but that's true. Fuck. Yeah, you're so now, like, oh, thank God it wasn't Sarah Jessica Parker. It's just that bitch. <laughs> so now, with his heart full of vengeance, uh, Mad Max gets in his boat and goes to the cabin. And he says... Jimmy, where are you? Well, I guess no, he, he doesn't think, know it's Jimmy. He doesn't yet. think it's he doesn't think it's Jimmy yet. He thinks it's uh or is Jimmy that is that Tom Sizemore's name? No, Tom Sizemore. I don't even know. I think his name is Tom Sizemore. I just kept okay, well, Skagnetti in my notes. <laughs> so he's he he figures that it's Tom Sizemore, mm-hmm. right? And then, uh, of course, he's like, what do you do? No, I got your note, he says to Bruce Willis. And then uh, he, he is tased and then comes to, to find out that uh, Murphy Brown's house painter is still alive. <laughs> Such a stupid twist. It's all I, coming. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate when they do that. I hate when they make a movie with it. Like it's it's definitely like a whodunit kind of right, mm-hmm. where you're supposed to be like, oh, which cop is it going to be? And I hate a movie that cheats you out of even 
I mean, you, Brent, I know Brent. You just said you figured it was him. No, no, I was just wondering, like, did, oh, did y'all, okay. who did y'all figure it was? I thought it was Tom Sizemore or Dennis Farina, some combination of those two. When but I like, saw this in theaters originally, I thought it was Sizemore. Yeah, well, and mm. it's the thing, like, it's the, it's, it feels cheap because it's like a movie being like, oh, who could the killer be? And it's a character that's supposed to be dead. Like, yeah. I don't know. It feels like it feels like a cop out. Hey. <laughs> I will say this, I. When I first saw this as a kid, I thought that the killer who was doing all the stuff currently was Tom Sizemore, and it was uh, to revenge the death of his mm. brother, who actually was the original Polish Hill killer. Mm. Yeah. So I figured they were both killers. It's just that Tom Sizemore was doing it to get back at Bruce Willis, which would explain why he was so friendly to him when he returned from California, but before he left, he was quite pissed off at him. Yeah. The the only thing I knew for sure is that Dennis Farina was protecting someone. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I did not call the twist that comes later. <laughs> we find out where Dennis Farina is actually the one who shot Bruce's dad. Yeah. Fra- Frazier's dad. And I'll say this. Pastorelli is making some choices in this he, uh, this sum up section. He was never hungry on that set. <laughs> no. <laughs> My favorite part is whole movie right here. Yeah, I love I, that dude. The fucking, I like this game. I like this game. That's the Are line you? I kept saying to the spirit too. <laughs> You're referring to the fucking Bond explanation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Best part. I woke. I like sat up in the seat like, oh, I love this shit. I like this part. <laughs> you see this, honey? Can you see this? Bye bye, Tommy! Jimmy! I like this game! I like this game! You know why? Everybody dies, and they all die with Tommy's gun. Now we got us a game! Now we got us a game! Say goodbye to him, Tommy. Jimmy, don't do it! Please, don't do it! Now we got us a game. Jimmy, no! Say goodbye to him, Tommy. Yeah, um, and yeah, he's he's going nuts. So he's got like Sizemore, Sarah, um, Bruce all tied up. And then Dennis Farina pops in. Mm-hmm. And how did he get there? By boat. Like, I know he knows where the cabin is, but like, did he know to go there? Well, I'm I'm guessing, and because it's never explained. No. I'm guessing that Dennis Sizemore... Uh, was like, oh, uh, Tom is up at the cabin, and I think he's the killer. Okay. Because he left me a note. Right. Oh, right, because they both got similar notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or, Robert Pastorelli's character left a note for Dennis Farina as well because he wanted him there. Yeah. Yeah. So we find out that Dennis Farina killed Bruce's father because, uh, he was gonna shoot... Because when they were catching that guy at the beginning of the movie, uh, Farina found out it was his son. Which I so I don't think he knew his son. His, he didn't know his son was the murderer before that. Did not. But then right. he knew, and he totally shot. Uh, he didn't dad. need to. It was it was a struggle over the gun. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But I mean, indirectly, he ended up killing Fraser's dad. Right. To mm-hmm. protect his son. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and then and then he gets fucking killed too. Yep. 
And uh, what proceeds next is the most accurate Irish-Italian family fight I've ever seen on television. (laughs) There's just yelling and kicking and chairs get broken and people are called cuss words. It it is just spot on. (laughs) Congratulations, Rowdy Roddy Harrington. (laughs) Is that that dude's real name? Y'all probably talked about already, but I'm curious. It's, It's Rowdy Harrington. Yeah, so that's his real name. Mm, well, it might not be. I mean, but oh, his, okay. his name is Roderick Toombs. <laughs> Roderick Toombs. Oh, <laughs> it was Rowdy Harrington. Um, and this, yeah. So Bruce, so Sizemore fucking tackles him like a crazy person. Yes, uh, Bruce Willis like just. <laughs> He just, like, keeps, like, hitting his chair and, like, breaking it up into smaller pieces, which I thought yep. was pretty funny. <laughs> um, and then and then we get the longest fucking boat chase of all time. Well, yeah, because Pastorelli takes off. He's like, oh, call me later, Tommy. And <laughs> I wrote down, this is longer than the one in Face Off. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and that is a long scene. That's a, that's a long scene, yeah. Um, also, did anyone, did any, either of you guys catch the most obvious stunt double work ever? Oh, hell yeah. For Bruce Willis? <laughs> they cut to a guy that was supposed to be Bruce Willis, he had a full head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. This is, and, and this whole like, last fight scene is so long. Like, they end up in a boat chase. They're on the train tracks. Which is weird because a, a, a movie about a boat cop ends on a train trellis. Right. Yeah, and how many fucking times does he, do we have, a, like, a fake out where we think he's dead? Hmm. Like, well, it's like Mortal so- Kombat. Round one, round two. Final <laughs> round. Final round. <laughs> fight. <laughs> Striking distance. Yeah, and he thinks he gets hit by a train, but then he's like, "Ha ha, fucker!" and he pops up out of nowhere. At first, I thought I didn't. I thought about it for a second afterwards, but at first, I was like, "Did he fucking eat that train hit?" Though? Like, I really fuck with this dude now. <laughs> did you say? Wait, did you say you thought he ate the train? Well, I ate it as if he took it. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, he shit. was like chewing on it. Yeah, <laughs> like, he was a... chewing on a lot of scenery, though. So, <laughs> yeah, fair point. <laughs> That'd be a fucking twist and a half. <laughs> he's basically he's from the same planet Thanos is from. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It's an MCU movie now. There you go. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> the first one. <laughs> this is how Iron Man gets created. <laughs> It's funny, there's actually a lot of uh, television references that we could have made that we didn't make in this movie because, I mean, really, it's a movie where Moonlighting is partnered with Sex and the City (laughs) because uh, his, you know, because his dad, uh, Martin Crane, uh, is killed by the dude from Wise Guy, and it turns out that the killer is Murphy Brown's, uh, you know, house painter. Television movie. And Trump says one. (laughs) yeah um and yeah so the train the other the the water and then they end up like underwater and then he even like he chokes jimmy out Mm -hmm. and then jimmy pops up again (laughs) yes and then he finally drowns him by shocking him in the mouth with the taser yeah batman Returns style baby right (laughs) he fucking catwoman dis christopher walken (laughs) Yeah, and then Brian James is all 
we're cool, right? And Bruce Willis punches him in the face. <laughs> I love how he was just like, you know, all that stuff I said about you being a rat and wanting to, you know, fuck your dead ex-girlfriend and, and you know, basically calling you out for being a scumbag for, you know, the better part of three years. We cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> now that you did all the work. Yeah. We're good, right? So what happens now? Just the funky cop rock, right? At the end of the movie? <laughs> well, they go to... They, they, he goes to visit his dad's funeral... Uh, not funeral, but his gravesite. <laughs> and he's like, hey, you always wanted grandkids. And we see her daughter the one and only time in the movie. No lines. None whatsoever. Just some kid standing next to Sex in the City. Yeah. Well, I think, and there's like a really quick line earlier after they after they fucked, where she's like, "Oh, I have a daughter." I got a question about that, real quick, y'all, because I want to know. She says somehow having like a husband or something too, right? Like in like before, yeah. Would this? So did she just boot that motherfucker for Bruce Willis, or did she was no she no? Oh, okay. she he was gone before. Ah, okay. Because I was yeah. thinking like, oh shit, did she just really dump dude and took Bruce Willis? <laughs> Hey, fuck I mean, you like I die hard Well, now. let me ask you. Would yeah. you stay with some schlub if you had Tom Hardy? That's true. I'm glad yeah. y'all caught that too because that fucked me up when I first heard that name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not the first time this has happened here either. Um, uh, what's what's the other one? That the, was it la- um, not Lady in the Water for fuck's sakes. Magic, oh, Jack Black in Magic in the Water. Magic in the Water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People that couldn't look into the future. That's sad, really. <laughs> well, Brent, um, you did. You, you came in a little later than. <laughs> than but the, you brought the thunder when you originally came. Originally, you brought I mean, the thunder phrasing, and the lightning. Phrasing. I apologize. Like it was a rough day yesterday at the office, man. <laughs> uh, but Brent, I'll ask you first. Um, would you recommend this movie? I actually would. I thought this was gonna be super trash, but I actually ended up kind of liking it. To a point where if I if I see it at the video store, I might swoop a copy. Well, in in the in the tradition of the home video hustle, what what would you give it? I would have gave it like a seven. Okay. The spirit gave it a six. Yeah, and Sarah Jessica Parker ruined it for her. She killed it for her, man. <laughs> Nathan, what do you think? You recommend this one? Yeah, yeah. In a um, in a, it's on Prime kind of mm-hmm. way. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah. This, the, the folks who are in it are fine enough actors. Maybe they're not putting out the the best work they've ever done, but it's a it's a fun little who done it until you find out who done it, and you're like, ah, glad it was on Prime when I watched it. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a good little who done it until you find out who done it, and you're like, oh, that's who done it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it goes down smooth. Like it's fairly quick. It's not. It's barely over an hour and a half. I think it's like a hundred minutes or something. 105 minutes something like that um and it's like it's just like a kind of a dumb action movie with bruce mm-hmm. willis if you're into that shit go for it lots of character actors and sarah jessica parker um is pretty good i haven't yeah, wanted to yeah, see this for this a long one. time yeah it's my uncle my uncle fucking i don't know how y'all do this y'all always get me on these movies that somehow have a relation to my family this is like what the second or third time now like, like joe's already, apartment oh <laughs> not that one fuck that movie <laughs> but like live for a die hard like my grandma despised she liked that movie up until the jet part because that's when it got <laughs> fake 
And that, like, that's where this. it got unbelievable. Not when they <laughs> threw the fucking cop car at the helicopter. That can or, happen, Nathan. Or when, or when every line of communication is down, but OnStar is online. Yeah. Because <laughs> they got the best servers, goddammit. Come on now. Well, uh, that being said, it's a recommendation across the board. Uh, Qualified in some cases, but yeah. So, we'll be right back. What were they thinking? What Were They Thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. What Were They Thinking? And we're back! Yes, we're back. <sighs> Fellers? Yeah. Oh... Laying it down. Hey, damn, always. It's time for the low haiku. Yes, the low haiku. 17 perfect syllables to describe the movie that we just described for you know, better part of an hour and a half. Or if you're Brent, the last 30 minutes. 30 minutes. minutes. <laughs> exactly. Brent got the Cliff's Notes. He got the best parts. Brent's notes. Hey, trademark. <laughs> Lock it in. Brent, Brent, as our guest, would you like to read your haiku first? Yeah, sure, I got you. Okay. Hey, hey, it's Bruce Willis. Sarah Jessica Parker? Damn, she looks good here. Agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll I'll, uh, I'll go I'll go next here. <clears throat> Everyone is tired. Ending is really stupid. Who done it? Who cares? Thank you, thank you. Nathan, close us off. Dynamite casting. Star power overloaded. Drained all energy. Yes, thank you, Gauss. Thank you. Gauss is in studio once again. He's he's friend of the podcast. Oh, looks like he brought J- uh, J- Jay Courtney with him. Hey, guys. Hey, how's it going, Jay? Uh, you uh, you seem to be seem to be a little uh, excitable today. Whoa, calm down there. It's, it's a, all right. I see, you're covering one of my friend's movies. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Your 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 friend, uh, old Bruce Willis. What was yep. it like working with him? Exhilarating. Jay Courtney, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Sorry for being so animated. I know this is your NPR section. <sighs> we'll have to tone down those levels. Sorry about that brief excursion, and now we are out. And back. And back. Oh, oh. You guys okay? You yeah, guys I'm all good. right? Okay. I'm all right. Getting used to it. 
people, people get people... sucked into NPR all the time. <laughs> You're tough, right? You'd be all right. Well, Nathan, we talked about this movie. Brent, we talked about this movie. But Nathan, what do we always say? Well, we always say... Don't take a word for us. That's right. Don't take our word for it. Do not take our word for it. Don't. Don't do it. Stop taking it. Okay. I'm angry. I see. Okay, we're upset. (sighs) Nathan, what are are the people saying on the Rotten Tomatoes? Well, let me get that up and I'll let you know. Okay. Give me one mo, as they say. (laughs) I'll give you one ment. Okay. Striking... This is, this is podcast gold right here. <laughs> the best. I, w- I was waiting b- for Brent to say, keep it all in. Oh, wait. You, push, you should know by now. Don't delete anything. <laughs> Nothing. Stroking distance. Uh, oh, please. Do it. That's a real movie probably. <laughs> 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> hey. All right. Striking distance. <laughs> 17% from the critics. Woo! 35% from the audience. Woo! Mm. Yeah. Woo so, indeed. overwhelming love. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's get into these critics' reviews here, Nathan. I, I've got one here from Roger Ebert. Uh, you oh, may have heard of him. That from, hack. From the... <laughs> wow. <laughs> R.I.P. From the Chicago Sun-Times. He says, Striking Distance is an exhausted reassembly of bits and pieces from all the other movies that are more or less exactly like this one. <clears throat> I got a uh, I one here from Lori Hoffman of the Atlantic City Weekly. Uh, she wrote, or she writes rather, <laughs> quote, not available. Oh, yeah! <laughs> the best Good job, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Brent, do you have one you'd like to read? Oh, I got a, I got a real quick one. It's just, it's I'm on IMDb. It says six out of ten. It just says, "Who's the best cop now, Jimmy?" <laughs> no, we yes, we did not hit that at all, did we? <laughs> oh yeah. Say that about a million times. I'm the best cop. <clears throat> uh, David Newsare of Real Film Reviews says Striking Distance's failure is, in the end, especially disappointing given the first act's effectiveness and potential. Yeah. The ending is poopy. <laughs> Except well, for the whoa dude, that was the best part. Oh, the rant was great. Just the reveal <laughs> was kind of stupid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chuck O'Leary. Oh, uh, yeah, from Fantastica Daily. Oh. He wrote, gave it a three out of four. Mm. A troubled production, e.g., reshoots, release date, postponements, etc., that turned out to be surprisingly watchable. Okay. I mean, it's watchable in that if you have the ability to see things <laughs> and it's on a screen, it's watchable. Didn't, didn't know it was a troubled production, but I'm not surprised. No. Uh, maybe explains why this movie somehow costs $30 million. <laughs> That's, yes. Uh, Brent? All right, says Vincent Cambion in the New York Times says, if Striking Distance were a book, it could be called a good read. Instead, it's a painless watch. Ah, so he's saying it, it's like fluff. Yeah. Uh, similarly, uh, Peter 
Canavis of Groucho Reviews. This is my last one here. Um, like the box of generic cornflakes, striking distance isn't so terrible, but you'll forget it the second you're done with it. <laughs> well, then let's let's start off hot then with these audience reviews because the first one is from from Len Franco C, who oh, gives it one and a half. Do you do you want to do real quick before we do that? Uh, you'd mentioned about the I mentioned the troubled production. Apparently, filming took uh, three weeks, 13 weeks in the summer of 92 in Pittsburgh. The working title was Three Rivers, scheduled okay. for release uh. May 21st. Uh, the original cut was shown to test audiences who hated it. <laughs> Extensive reshooting was done in Los Angeles with story changes and removal of some plot points. So remember how we said about the cousins meeting up? And it being cut out? Yeah. Could possibly be because of that. Okay. Um, and then some one source claimed the original cut was like Hudson Hawk without the laughs. Oh, oh shit. Wow. Jesus. I see it now. <laughs> Yikes. Um, is that coming up on a podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe perhaps one day. We'll have you back, Brent. You'll be our Bruce Willis guest. I'll make sure I did alarm. I don't sleep through the alarm that time. <laughs> so Brent's just gonna be on our Bruce Willis episodes from now on, but Dude, only that's, halfway. That's the theme. But only halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> Last thirty minutes. Um, so let's into the snake pit. Yeah. So the first one here is from Len Franco C, who gives it one and a half stars, and this says a very very clever review here. Uh-oh. It doesn't strike so well. <laughs> Jesus, people had shit to say about this movie. <laughs> Trying to find the short review here. Um, I right, this one's okay. David S. gave it one and a half stars. A film from a low period in Willis's career. This really is a load of tr- of old tosh. <laughs> the story is nothing special, and the actors, Willis included, are only going through the motions. Sarah Jessa Parker is absolutely awful and the killer is bloody obvious one to watch in a double bill with color (laughs) of night speaking of with a few beers and a few mates so that you can have a few laughs uh at how awful it is color of night is another pretty bad one (laughs) damn right oh that one is that one is like funnier bad though. Like that one, that one is like so ridiculously awful that it's kind of hilarious. Um, Brent, read us something. Oh, I got some here. I'm gonna I'm try and read it the way they wrote it because there's a okay. lot of ellipses and exclamation points. Oh boy. My IMDb <laughs> says, "Wait, there's more." <laughs> Bruce Willis is playing what else? A burned out, a psychologically bruised cop, and the whole world is against him. But then, against all odds and reason, he will be. Guess what? victorious there's sex in it abductive love <laughs> abducted love interests corrupt cops car chases boat chases fist fights spectacular shootouts sexy single mom longing for her child she had to leave behind to fulfill her duties deception what? and forgiveness crazed murder insane moral dilemmas but wait there is more uh-huh. or is there can you think of more cliches da, 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 da. who am i kidding Five minutes after I finished watching it, I'd already forgot the title. I had to look it up in the TV guide. It's that forgettable. If you want to watch crap, it's all right. 
Just find some better crap than this one. There's plenty out there. Two out of ten and ten out of nineteen people found that helpful. <laughs> I had to look it up in the TV guide. Uh, it was written in 1996. I wish there was a date, man. Uh, this one is from Karen P. Gives oh, Karen. it Karen, but she gave it five stars, guys. Did she want to speak to the movie's manager? She she would like to, please. <laughs> Yes, Mr. Mr. Harrington, uh, Karen is here for you on line one. Uh, she says, I grew up in Pittsburgh, and the film captured the time period in which it was filmed perfectly. It displayed how this area is, in fact, a great place to film. Again, the view from all areas of the city to all other parts of the city was rich with landmarks and the unique quality that makes the city its own special place. Both light and dark, both gritty and scenically beautiful. An underrated film due in part to the Leeds press at the time, which was leaning towards downing him if he was not in a so-called masterpiece, which happens to most actors over time and at different periods in their lives. For perhaps the true main character, the city itself... The film is worth the watch. <laughs> okay. No. This is not The Untouchables, where the city is also a character in the movie. Guess what? If I had not seen that this was taking place in Pittsburgh, I would not have guessed it. I Honestly, given the amount of uh, Irish and Italian cops, I would have guessed Chicago or New York. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. The title card is the only reason I knew. Yeah. Uh, this one, this guy might be a little um, uh, biased. Uh, okay. It's from Bruno V. Uh, three and a half stars. Uh-oh. It's the return of Bruno, yes. Return of Bruno B. Uh, uh, v, like v- oh. victory. Oh, okay. Bruno Villas. <laughs> 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 Brilliant. Uh, it involves a serial killer, so always a half a star extra. Liked Bruce Willis and the fact the killer is now after his ex-girlfriends. Good one, Sombler. <laughs> That's the review. Wow. All right. Sombler. Uh, oh, I got another one on IMDb right here for you. Hit us up says what no oscar nominations this this film is to art as joseph mengele is to medicine what (laughs) what could what could be sexier than bolt cops in pittsburgh even god was against this film being made since it was overcast in nearly all the boating scenes parker and willis are at their absolute worst but they shine compared to the screenwriter andre brower once again leads lends a shakespearean tone to his part as an internal affairs investigator. What? <laughs> Brendan, who knew Othello was a cop in Pittsburgh? What? <laughs> Timothy, <laughs> Timothy Busfield hits his one note with great aplomb, and the supporting cast all seem to know what every and damn, and the supporting cast all seem to know what everyone else in this waste of petroleum-based celluloid knows. We're making a really bad movie. It is awesomely awful. If university professors use Chinatown and the Sting as shining examples of writing excellence, the striking distance must appear on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm pouring through my film books to see if there's a cliche that didn't make it into striking. Keep your distance. One out of ten, and only nine out of seventeen people found that helpful. By the way, Andre Brower is in two scenes. <laughs> and he explains the plot both times. Oh, that shit was funny. Oh. 
All right, here here's a person who goes through a range of emotions in a very short period of time. Uh, two and a half stars. Uh, no name. This is a normal action flick. Bruce Willis and Sarah Jessica Parker acting is is good. Its start is good, but after some time, you realize that it is not good. Two and a half stars. <laughs> uh, well, Dan G, he gave it a half a star. He writes, Tom Sizemore and Bruce Willis? Can't imagine how much coke was blown during this horrible movie. Sarah Jessica Parker should have gotten dumped in the river instead of that bottle of Black Label. God damn, she's a whore. Jesus. <laughs> that took a turn. Oh, <laughs> Words of Dan G, not of Nathan S. Ooh. Dan, god damn. Oh, fuck. Oh. All right, Brent, what do you got? All right, I got it. says, waste of time. So full of flaws, it's almost funny. A chase scene that has either bullet holes in the windshield or doesn't. When it does, they are different than the scene seconds before. Willis has a shotgun, and then it vanishes without a trace. I'm pretty sure that the cops don't stand on both sides of a car and blast away. They would shoot each other if that happened. Guys get shot, but there's no trace of blood or bullet holes. Plot? Yeah, right. This was two hours of my life I will never get back. If it wasn't for the visual of Sarah Jessica Parker and her tight shorts, I'd have turned it off. Tom Sizemore still can't act. It's too bad. There was a lot of individual talent in this movie that it could have been good. Not great, mind you, but good. Two out of ten, four out of ten people found that helpful. <laughs> Add yourself. Find it helpful right now. I, oh, I do. Every time, every time I read one, I thumb it up. Uh, <laughs> thumb it up. Thumb it up. All right, I got one more, guys. It's from Drew H., and he gives it two stars. Drew Hallam? Yeah, from Real Feels Podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, he says... Uh, why would a Wookiee, an eight-foot-tall Wookiee, want to live on Endor with a bunch of two-foot-tall Ewoks? That does not make sense. But more important, you have to ask yourself, what does this have to do with this movie? Nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, it has nothing to do with this movie. It does not make sense. <laughs> that's a brilliant South Park reference. Oh, uh, that's all I got. Okay. I, I, I think I'm good on that end, too. Yeah, leave, leave it on now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, there you go. That was uh, striking distance. So, first of all, Brent, thank you for joining us for for, for, for some of it. Thanks for letting me grace the third part of the, the third act of the podcast. It was better than the third act of this movie. Yeah, yeah for sure. there you go. Um, Brent, would you like to uh, let the folks know where they can find your melodious voice? Hey. Also, I got a new computer, new mixer, so you can really hear that shit now. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> You can find the podcast. I live for this shit. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you coming back over the sequel too now. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not funny no more now, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you can find the Home Video Hustle podcast on all the different podcasts and apps. If you go to Twitter at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase I cast, HVH podcast. With That's one D. One D. You don't need two D's for this. You just need one D. Well, if you and PJ are there, there are two D's. Technically. Oh. You're right. Okay. But don't put two D's in Twitter, though. Because Twitter <laughs> might get fucked up. <laughs> Twitter don't take two D's at once. No, Twitter, Twitter ain't ready for all that shit yet. No. Although sometimes I like to stick a D in Twitter. Anyway, continue. You get the DMs, oh. right? <laughs> there With you the go. the dirty mouths, yeah. Slide right, into exactly. our dirty mouths. 
<laughs> oh, I forgot about that. See, bringing it back old school. All right, keep keep promoting your podcast. <laughs> Get my shit plugging on. I'm trying to make Steve proud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you go to that Twitter page, that's where I'm most active. And in the, uh, what do you call that shit? Like the Twitter bio, there's a thing that says link tree. And if you click that, all of our links are right there. So make this real simple. Just go to Twitter, click that, bam, you good now. Uh, so at this point, I think we need to give a hint ski as to what's coming next week. Oh, and actually, uh, yeah, um, I know that it's, you know, it's Mariah's pick, the whole thing and that, uh, (laughs) but given knowing what it is, Mm -hmm. if you don't mind, I have a friend who would like to, uh, to give the hint. Oh, okay. That's fine. Okay. I'll just go get him. Just give me a second. Okay. It is the film of my people. Oh, oh thank you, Montrose. Hey, while you're here, Montrose, why don't you go ahead and uh, promote your uh, your channel? No, oh, you're too kind. Thank you. Hello, it's your good friend Montrose Minkington the Third here. Uh, do check out my YouTube channel, Montrose Monkington TV. Uh, you can also be friends with me on Facebook. Uh, my group is Montrose Monkington the Third Esquire and Friends. And also, you can find me on the Twitter box. Uh, I don't have those bio things that you can click that the Brent fellow was talking about, but you can follow me at Montrose the Third. That's the number three R D. Thank you. More later. Adios. Uh, Cheerio. Mm. Apple cinnamon or regular? Mm, Honey nut. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, damn right. Honey nut. (laughs) (laughs) I knew Brent would say damn right when he said honey nut. (laughs) You know me too well. It's like you've been on the show a bunch of times or something. You have a show? Yeah. Oh, cool. It's crazy, right? Uh, Besotted Geek? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Everything I learned from movies, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that? That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're one of the nerdy bitches, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sure am. Are you high on life? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I said, is he high on life? Oh, oh digging deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds, like, it sounds like you're wondering, how did this get made? <laughs> oh, I ain't that big yet. <laughs> Oh, yet. anyway, I'll let you. I'll, I'll I'll let you get back to the flop house. <laughs> All right, guys, guys, plugger, I'm gonna get no sleep with this podcast. I'm just saying. <laughs> Should be like me coming at the last part. <laughs> Brent, how's that PU shirt coming along? Oh, actually, I have somebody drawing something right now. Excellent, podcast <laughs> universe. We're all on it. All right. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so you can also find our podcast, What Were They Thinking, on all the podcasters, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Search for us on Patreon. We are there as well. Um, we are on Facebook. Just again, just search What Were They Thinking. You'll find us. As Brent used to say, I assure you. I assure you they'll be there. I assure you. We'll be there. Um, what else? I think that's it. Yeah. So, again, Brent, thank you. Thanks for having me so late in the game. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Last Thanks for coming into fat cleanup. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but now, I have some questions. Okay. <laughs> I should be able to help. Remember, I 
did see this in theaters. I think I mentioned that once or twice. That's crazy. Okay. So okay. in a movie mm-hmm. with Tom Sizemore, right? Where I guess he's just playing himself. Yes. Maybe a, a toned-down version of himself. It's a possibility. <laughs> and in a movie where Bruce Willis has very fetching shorts and uh, it works for the River Rescue. To a UPSian degree. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And in a movie with pre-Sex in the City, Sarah Jessica Parker looking mighty fine. Mm-hmm. Right. And in a movie with one of the dumbest twists... I almost want to say dumbest twist we've watched, but I'd have to look back. But it's got to be up there. It's up there. Yep. Okay. In a movie with the just it was definitely like you said, it had to have been a TV movie in disguise. Mm-hmm. I just I gotta know. What's that? What were they thinking? My child arrived just the other day. He came to the world in the usual way, but there were planes to catch bills to pay he learned to walk while i was away and he was talking for i knew it and as he grew he'd say i'm gonna be like you dad you know i'm gonna be like you and the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon little boy blue and the man on the moon when you're coming home dad i don't Cops are coming. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Hide the weed. Oh, wait. I don't need to. Ha-ha. <laughs> because it's Canada. Woo. Better put that meth away, though. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Hang on. Hold on one second. I'm going to put that meth away. Wait, I, don't, I, uh... I better just smoke it all right now. You best. Do it. Go for it, size more. <laughs> smoke, 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 smoke. <laughs> Duh. My career's over. <laughs> Come to America, it could be just beginning, B. Coming to America, Eddie Murphy's here? 